This is the Buyer Narrative brought to you by the Kingman Consulting Group, the number one podcast for managers and executives who want to explore the strategic and psychological frameworks that enable you to understand your customers and deliver experiences that foster brand loyalty and spark growth. Let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Buyer Narrative. I'm your host, Brian Cabisa. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about a recent customer experience I had, which it was frustrating, but it was actually an interesting case study for me to talk to you all about, because I think there's a lot to learn from it. So essentially, sometime last year, my email was hacked. Right? It happens to everybody. And so I couldn't send emails anymore. So I called customer support. They actually took care of it pretty well, spoke to someone within the same day, and they advised me to essentially set it up so that I had a different account that was the admin that actually controlled who had access to to change my email settings. So I had to create a new account that nobody could really think of that wasn't visible publicly, and I had to give it a password that nobody, even me, uh, could think of. And, you know, that's a little bit uh, foreshadowing there. Uh, so fast forward to this year and pretty recently, I all of a sudden couldn't send email again, right? So my first thought was maybe I got hacked again, uh, but it turned out that wasn't the case. It turned out that actually um, because I had purchased my subscription uh, for a year and uh, that year was basically up. So I had to re-up my subscription to be able to send emails, but because I had created a new account that was actually in charge of managing those things, I couldn't access it without the username and password. Now, last year, I put that information on a sticky note and we all know how sticky notes like to get up and walk away if you don't pay enough attention to them. It happened to me. And so I was in a situation where I couldn't send emails. I couldn't authenticate that I was actually the person in charge of my account, even though it was for a business account, that was my company. And essentially, the representative had no idea really what to do, right? They told me that, you know, they'd have to get me in contact with the data privacy team. And they said it would be a couple days. So I said, okay, accepted it. So far, you know, when I reached out to them the first time, the second time, they answered me on time. They helped me out the first time, gave me good advice. The second time, you know, kind of frustrating that they couldn't transfer me over to the right department immediately. But since I was kind of mad at myself already for being the one to lose the right information, I took it as, okay, this is fine. This is mostly my fault. They're doing what they can. So two days go by, haven't heard anything. I call back in and essentially they tell me that they have no way of contacting the department that can help me, right? And basically putting their hands in the air saying, it's not our fault. It's not our department. And so this, you know, if you're if you're into CX, if you're running a CX team, even if you know you're just an ops leader, you know that you don't want to be telling customers that it's because of an internal issue that you can't help them. Right. But you know, I wasn't mad at the rep. They had nothing they could do for me because that's the way their org was set up. And so it took another 10 days for the right person to get on the line. And it only happened because I called in and said, wait a minute. You know, my my subscription is over. So essentially, if you can't help me, I might as well just go and find another email provider. And then all of a sudden, people were available. My calls, you know, came through and my password was reset. Everything was taken care of. And I thought to myself, there are so many different services like this where I'm just not going to sit and think to myself, I want to switch. I want to find another option. I want to do some shopping. You know, what's new? What's a new email service provider? 
You know, I'm not walking around thinking, you know, what's the new cable provider? What's the new energy provider? Some of these things, I just don't want to put any mental energy on. You know, I have what I have. It's not amazing, but it is what it is. And I'm just, I want to move on because it's not that important to me. I don't expect much out of the experience is what I'm saying. And so this is a situation where, you know, two times out of the last year, I've had to reach out for support. You know, that's not a lot of interaction. I really basically didn't need almost anything. By the time I did, this is what happened. And I immediately started to think, okay, what are my options? Let me do this real quick. Let's renew the subscription. But next year, I really am strongly thinking about switching. So the important thing I want to talk through with this is this, this theory of loss aversion. It's, it's a really interesting thing that I've been thinking about recently. And most people are more unhappy with losses and will act based on losses, what they perceive could be a loss rather than some potential benefit. So what I mean by that is, you know, I'm not going throughout the day looking to be able to find some new feature, some new benefit, some, you know, smooth new system to send emails. You know, I'm, I'm not really looking for anything. The second I had a situation that was negative, that decreased the quality of my life for a period. It was only two weeks. I'm not going to be that dramatic. But it got me immediately thinking how much I'm losing by being a customer, right? And I'm starting to think about other options. So this is a, a big thing that is really important to understand when you're trying to think about good customer service really be that important. You know, most customers, they're not going to have that many issues, you know, back and forth throughout a year, right? There's a few things that maybe they need maintenance support with. Maybe they're having account issues like I did. Maybe nuances depending on your industry. But it's important to actually take a look at what those are, to map them out, and actually think about, okay, if this is what they need, how do we actually help them? Is it this department or that department? The service reps who answer the phone at the first call, do they know which department it needs to go to? How do they contact that person? Okay, what what transparency can be provided to the customer in those situations so that they're not out in the wind thinking what's happening? You know, and, and how important is it that the customer's issue is resolved quickly? Because if, if you think about my situation, I was at a point where, you know, I pretty much could contact whoever I need to contact without using that email. Okay, it was more of a high impact, low urgency situation. But what really upset me was the lack of transparency. The fact that I didn't know what was going on. The fact that I was told that they weren't sure exactly what was going on. And I didn't have a high level of confidence that anyone actually cared about the situation, right? But they didn't ask me. They didn't ask me how important it was for the situation to be handled quickly. They didn't ask me how much it would impact me. But imagine if they did, okay? Imagine if your support center actually asked the question so that as you have these kind of incidents that fought, required follow-up, that required, you know, investigation, that you actually, from the beginning, understand what's important to the consumer. It's not that hard to ask those questions, right? And it helps you prioritize because there's going to be situations where you can't be prepared for something ahead of time. You know, I'm sure it's not very common for someone to have created an admin account that, you know, they completely discarded when they have a business account, right? That was, that was a big flop on my part. And I, I take full responsibility for that. But there had to be something in place, some process for the representative to be able to help me the right way and actually represent the brand properly in that situation. And it wasn't there. This is an important thing to think about. You know, 
there is always going to be some other way to provide more value, right? And it's always great to continue to look for those things, to look for ways to innovate your marketing and your product and your service. All those things are important. It'll help make your customers more excited. It'll help you acquire new customers, continue to, to grow with your market advantage. But the simple basics of customer service, providing the support in a timely and effective manner are important because it, it gives a bad taste in the mouth of the end consumer. And that's what gets them to start feeling like they're losing something by making the decision to be your customer. Now, this might be different from, from some nuances from B2B to B2C, right? So when you're B2B, it could be that every year, every quarter, depending on what kind of contracts you have, it could be that someone's actually in charge to review what kind of progress has been made by your product or service. You know, how much are the internal stakeholders benefiting from it? Did the right decision get made? Is there another options? There's probably a more formal review of your product and services from that perspective, right? B2C, it's, it's completely different, right? There's a lot of situations where people are just not thinking, oh, let me try to switch, right? Maybe pricing, if pricing gets too expensive, you start looking around shopping for that. But again, that's a situation of loss. Customers are losing something because their monthly budget is being impacted by the fact that the product or service is now more expensive than what they can handle or what they'd like to handle. So what I'm trying to explain here, what I hope you take away from this is to think about the real basics of customer service start out with what are the actual inquiries, the things that customers will reach out to you for and need support for? Do your representatives actually know specifically what actions they need to take and what departments need to be involved if it can't be handled on the first contact, right? First contact resolution is great. You know, being able to, to handle the inquiry as soon as it comes in is great, but it can't be solved in every situation. And in the situations where you haven't planned for what the customer needs, is there a clear way for the representative to actually handle that, to find the right support and communicate the correct message to the end consumer so that they feel comfortable, so they don't take their, their moment of frustration and start to think about it and back up and think about how much they're losing by being a customer. That'll go down a very bad path. All right, that's our episode for today. I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, I really think that it's interesting to start thinking about things uh, from the perspective as a consumer, as you're thinking about customer experience, as you're trying to learn more about it, you know, really I'm looking to start bringing more of the psychological impacts of what consumers experience through the brand experience to the show. Because I think that's a big part of it. You know, when you talk about customer experience, it's the conscious and unconscious perception that a customer has of your brand. So that's, it's not an event. It's not a moment. It's what they think about everything they've experienced, how they internalize it. And a big part of that is understanding they will internalize a negative situation and act on that much more than they will on a positive one. And that's why customer service is important. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.